Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Mobile Insider Podcast. It's your host, Adam Tatunji, back at you guys again with another badass interview. And in this one, I had the pleasure of interviewing the coolest couple I've ever met to date, Miguel and Autumn Aguilar. And in this episode, we went deep into what it took for them to create a successful dynamic in their relationship while building a multi-million dollar empire. Building a business is already a very complicated task. However, going into business with your spouse only makes it harder. Fortunately enough, Miguel and Autumn were super open about their issues and situations and what they had to go through while building their business. And also, due to all the tribulations they had to go through, Autumn last year actually filed for divorce. Miguel was so consumed in his work that Autumn felt that she and the kids didn't get the attention that they deserved. And because of that, they came to a realization that they needed to change a couple things up to be able to create a successful dynamic between the both of them. And if you're listening to this, I do encourage you to take out your notepad and write down some notes because Miguel and Autumn gave us the insider scoop of what it took for them to be able to bounce back from that divorce and how until today they are continuously learning new lessons and new methods to be able to create an even more successful and prosperous relationship while continuously building their empire so i'm telling you guys this episode has so much value in it it's absolutely unbelievable and without further ado i hope you guys enjoy hey guys and welcome to today's episode of the mobile insider podcast today I have the pleasure and actually like I'm super stoked about this episode. I'm currently sitting down with Autumn and Miguel Aguilar. I appreciate you guys so much for coming on to the show and you know I'm really looking forward to this. So um, without further ado, let's go ahead and start this. I want to ask you guys the number one question is let's take it back all the way to where you guys met. So how did that happen? <laughs> and um, what, 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 just, t- just take me through. Let's guide me through this emotional roller coaster and uh, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah. You gotta keep it G. You gotta keep it PG or G. Which one? <laughs> I mean, you got, it's up to you guys. It's, a, it's an open platform. We've actually known each other for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dating my roommate years ago. So, I've known no him way. Yeah, for mm-hmm. a long time. So, we've known each other. And then, um, I think the big, so we live, he lived in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And then he moved into town. He was a loan officer for a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And I knew of him at the gym, actually. And we would ignore him, right, there. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you at this time? Um, I think I was 23, 22, yeah, 23. Mm-hmm. And you were dating her roommate? It, not when I moved out here. Okay. Well, yeah, actually, no, I, I did, yes, mm-hmm. when I moved out here. And you then uh, that didn't work out too well, and I ended up getting stuck out here, which was a blessing, because when I was in Orange County, that was all trouble, for me personally. Yes. And um, so I moved out here, and I was doing real estate and loans out here. Uh, became super, super aggressive in that industry, and I ran into her at LA Fitness, and I would see her every time I'd go there. But we'd and ignore she him. She would ignore me. <laughs> wouldn't even look at me, and I'd just smile at her because I, I, I knew she didn't like me for some reason. Were you initially attracted to her though? Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, 100% attracted. Yeah. Blonde and, hair, blue eyes. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes. That's my, <laughs> that's my thing. That's like the American dream for me. <laughs> and, uh, um, but yeah, so ran into her at the gym. She would ignore me for a very long time. Um, and then one night, there's a, a restaurant here in town where people would usually go out and get drinks on a Friday or Saturday night. I think it was Friday night, right? Thursday it was Thursday nights, yeah, yeah, the Iron Walk. Thursday, and I was at the bar, and I see her pull up, and she's about a person and a half away from me, and I finally just got the nervous, like went up to her, was like, "Hey, why don't you like me? Like, what's the problem? What's yeah, going what on? did I do? Why are you rude to me?" 
and she was like, well, I heard you're talking smack. And I was like, from who? And she mentioned my ex-girlfriend's name. And I was like, well, look at your source. Come on. You know, they're, she's just trying to throw some so salt. So it was kind of squashing the salt. That so yeah. you guys were living together, like you and his yeah. ex. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then that, we kind of, you know, parted our ways. And I was, in a, um, I was an account executive in the same industry of, of mortgage. And so I'd okay. go visit even his office. And stuff so I knew of him but I wouldn't give him the time of day until I did a photo shoot actually and uh, the bike that I was posing on was over two hours late I was so upset and I didn't know it was his so I didn't uh-huh. know it was him yeah showing up to the photo shoot yeah so I was your motorcycle it yeah was his motorcycle that we were gonna I was gonna be posing on and <laughs> the, like the motor be, yeah, yeah the you motor- like it or not I'm gonna oh, put fun. you on yeah there. the universe is <laughs> like you guys are gonna be together yeah. now so um it was two hours late and I was so irritated and it comes, you know, the bike comes pulling up and it's Miguel and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, it's not this man. Again, mm-hmm. the one that I don't like, you know? So he was like, you know, can I take you out to lunch afterwards? And then since then, I think we've been attached so to what, what is it? what is it about him that you didn't like? Like, what? what? Um, you know, he is just very sure of himself, I guess you want to say. <laughs> so I think in, in my initial, re, you know, reaction towards that type of person and behavior was like, hmm. He's conceited. Yeah. You thought of him as a cocky person. Yeah, cocky. And so I was like, you know, instead of everyone flocking to him like they did, I'm like, I'm just going to ignore the dude. Interesting that you say that because I've seen that dynamic happen so many times where yeah. you have a man with a dream and a passion. Yeah. But that comes off and reciprocates as, hey, I'm full of myself. And actually, once I did get to know him, I'm like, dude, this guy's awesome. So much fun. We got along great. Mm -hmm. Um, Super personable. I could talk to him. Like, everything that I had thought he was. It was the exact opposite. Totally. Yeah. So, um, I guess I was judging. So, he asked you out for lunch. That was the PG version. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We don't want to know that part. the, The... I roll up in the Harley. Stop. My Harley's all customed out, right? So that's why they're shooting for the calendar. And she was the model for it. Well, I partied the night before. So I woke up super late. So I show up two hours late. So when I show up, of course, I show up in a tank top. And I'm just riding my, my thing in. Because even though she, I didn't like him, sorry. Even though I didn't care for his, like, I was, like, super attracted to him. But that was part of the reason why I wanted to give him, so like. So he was that badass guy that everyone kind of. Like, were people cool with you back then? Or? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I got along with everybody, but I also was, I wasn't a good guy. I but you were that dude. The, yeah, that he was like, Harley, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I totally dude. get it. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, um, but I roll up and then my buddy who set up the shoot comes up to me and says, hey, Autumn wants you to take her out. <laughs> you know, take her out, take her out. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay. And uh, so I did. I invited her to the wineries, you know, we jumped on my bike, went to the wineries, and we were literally attached to the hips since then. Wow. And yeah. That was... And what made you say okay? So you went from like, I don't want this guy to like. I don't know. So I just like, I, I figured like I'll just go for it. It's free lunch. So your your goal drink. behind it was free food. Free food. Yeah, I was motivated by the food part, the alcohol part. I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll have some drinks. We'll go have some fun. Good company. Whatever. I I had zero expectation too. I think that's probably why we hit it off, mm-hmm. is because I went into it thinking like. I don't really want anything out of this guy other than maybe friends. That's so funny because yeah. he wanted everything out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was trying to date her for a while. Really? Oh, yeah. And uh, it finally happened, you yeah. know? And then, and what was cool is that she still played that tough to get 
type of scenario for a few days and it didn't last it was a week like a week maybe two but it's uh (laughs) it was it was a good thing you know and then from there we're literally attached to the hip moved in together within like a few months and then ended up um getting pregnant you know which was a blessing a huge blessing and when you know i got the news that she was pregnant i was actually really excited i didn't you, normally at that age, I always thought I was going to be the worst thing for me. You guys so, are the same age? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, exactly okay. the same age. Um, and, uh, but I was really looking forward to it. I was scared shitless because obviously, <laughs> you know, I'm 25 years old, 24 years old, about to have a kid, yeah. 24. Sure. And um, still a kid, you know. And uh, But it was, it was a, an amazing thing for sure. Yeah. And so he dated your roommate. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Like knowing that they had dated yeah. in the past, okay with it because I don't know she had moved on. I think I don't want to say that she had even moved on and had a child with somebody else at the time. I don't know she she was long gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't feel weird about it. No, and it was nothing okay serious. It. it was just one of those so for sh- yeah. screw around kind of. Yeah, dude. If you knew me back then, I I wouldn't. I don't even respect myself back then. I was mm. a man whore. I guess you would call it or whatever. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting it. that you say that, but you guys still hit it off. What do you think was the biggest reason for that? I think God had it all planned out, dude. Yeah, for me, I think it's, were, yeah, I'm like for really both of fun. Us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really fun. No, just kidding. Um, I think that we we just had we actually have a lot of the same personality traits you know and I think too what I did for him was I brought out um, a lot of lightheartedness so he's a much more serious um, like you know he does have a much more serious past and so I think for me I'm very like silly lighthearted I love to make people laugh and so I think for him he was attracted to that part of my personality I could always make light of any situation. It gave him a sense of comfort. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I yeah. Think... Especially not growing up with any of it. Like she really taught uh-huh. me how to actually love, like how to actually feel when somebody really truly loves you or at least likes you a lot. Uh-huh. Because we would literally tell people we were getting married like within the two <laughs> like months. So that we're, I, like so Yeah, it was that <laughs> retarded. We were like... <laughs> you know? It, but it, it, we, it, it manifested and it became our marriage. Like we really weren't into each other. Like we were. Like for the first time I really was into a a person that I really cared for and mm. didn't look at her as just another one on the belt or another one to just kind of go through. Right? What clicked with you that made you really feel for this person, even though you grew up, I know from your past, yeah. you're telling me that your father wasn't there. Yeah. And so I'm sure you didn't really experience love. No, not growing I, up. So basically everybody that I grew up with that was either family or close friends abandoned me in every aspect. So never was I ever really truly loved. And the affection that I was given when I was younger was from my father that was an alcoholic and the only time he ever told me he loved me was when he was drunk. Or, you know, my mother who was psychologically jacked up in the head and she was just pay me to keep me happy. And it would mean buy me gifts and things like that, toys, you know. Um, So to get genuine love just because who I was was amazing. Did it freak you out in the beginning? Beautiful, right? Did it freak you out in the beginning? Oh, it still does. Did it feel weird? Oh, yeah. I think I tried to push it away as much as I possibly could. Like I said, it wasn't like fairy tale where, oh, we connected love and then, you know, everything was great. I still had to battle that so I still at times even though we were connected at the hips would battle her and and do things or say things that would push her away but that was just my defense mechanism you know me defending myself because 
this ain't real, you know, yeah. she's, she's not really going to love me. Wow, so. wow, wow. So for those of you guys that are watching right now, for those of you guys who don't know, you're mostly popular for the brand that you've created, the gyms yeah. and everything that you've done and started from completely zero. So yeah. mad props to both of you Thank for that. You. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. And um, for those of you guys that are watching, um, uh, I don't know if you guys have watched that because you've done an interview with uh, the passionate yeah, few. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out that interview too, we'll put the link down below. It gives you more of the back end story. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be cool, like to plug that in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, but did you at that time have these aspirations and at these goals when you guys first met? Was that something that you had in mind that you wanted to create this like vision that you've created today? No. Or, or was not, not at all. Even close. No, not even. Yeah. We weren't even in that mindset. I think. So what, because I got pregnant so soon, we really got like, we adulted real quick, mm -hmm. uh, sure. he and I. So we moved in together. He was doing real estate at the time and I was working for a bank off of Wall Street. And um, I just basically, I think I got laid off actually yeah. a couple months into it right because there. of the, uh, the refi boom and all that had, had, there was big issues with the economy. Huh. And so I lost my job. Um, and so we were depending on just his income. And then, you know, I got pregnant soon thereafter, my fir our first. Yeah. Uh, so it was really not our priority was to, we didn't even know this would ever exist. Um, we were just mm. kind of focused on real estate and being parents. Yeah. So what was your vision for so, this relationship back then? I don't know. Uh, you know, I think the beautiful thing about our relationships is that, that we didn't really, like, our vision was to stay together. And for mm -hmm. me, it would be to be an awesome father and an awesome husband. Uh, and for her to be, obviously, I, can, I don't want to speak for her, but I know she obviously wants to be an awesome mother and an awesome wife. Um, so that was our, our daily. Um, and, and we knew that we would stay married. You know, that's, that's a, that was my focus, at least. Um, and so we really didn't have a vision. I was like, oh, we're going to own this here. And we're gonna, no. no, my focus was to crush it in the real estate game which, which i he, did he was doing a phenomenal yeah I great did. businessman in the real estate yeah, world killed it especially yeah. you know not having a college education i grad you know going to college barely graduating high school taking that business but you know the support that she gave me allowed me to do that i worked my uh, i'm a man's man when it comes mm -hmm. to taking care of my household Hmm. Um, when she got pregnant, I told her she couldn't work. She used to work at it. She, if you, this is my wife doesn't give herself a lot of credit. When I first met her, the I, most, can tell, I, I can tell. I can tell. The most attractive <laughs> thing that I noticed was not only did she have a brand new BMW, she had a condo. She was only twenty three. She worked three different jobs to make all this happen because she also has a pretty interesting past. She has both parents, um, and, and they're amazing people. Um, but she also, you know, was on her own. She was still 17 years old. She yeah. moved out because of her decision to move out because she had an ultimatum of, you know, she got a tattoo and, and, <laughs> and you know, she was rebelling. <laughs> so she was a hustler, always been a hustler. So that was super, super attractive, right? Mm. Uh, so for me, when she did get pregnant, you know, knowing that she was already a hustler and knowing that she can take care of her own, <laughs> she doesn't need me. But for me, it's like, okay, this is my soon-to-be wife. Because at that point, we we're just talking about getting married. We weren't married. Mm -hmm. But now um, the kid pops up and you're like, okay, this yeah. is yeah. more serious. Yeah, but totally. even then, yeah. marriage didn't come up. No, I we didn't talk say, about we it. We didn't talk about mm -hmm. it. Like, it was like a shock. It was. And, and yeah. then yet again, you question. And you're like, well, what's going on with life? And um, But I told her, you, you know, you quit your jobs. Um, I want you to stay home with the kid. You know, this is my responsibility. I want to. I want to work. I want to pay for the bills. I take. I. I literally took. Told her I take care of all the bills. 
you sure. know, because she was taking care of her own bills. And now I'm taking care of her bills because I chose to. And that's because that's just the way I am. That's the way I grew up. Sweet. You know? Okay. I see. And you being the independent person you are, when he told you that, how did you feel? It was really hard. Mm. Yeah. You know, because I had always taken care of myself and um, been capable to do that. And so, I mean, I was very thankful because... That was a hard time, I think, financially for he and I because of everything that was going on within the economy. Um, so, you know, you want to always, you know, as a significant other in a, in a marriage or in a relationship, you always want to contribute. So it was hard. It was a hard pill for me to swallow because, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was supporting him best way. And, and my only way of kind of showing that at the time would be financial. Mm. And so it was kind of hard for me to kind of take that a step down but not you know because I I'm still down. sure yes I you're see. still being a mom and but you're just not contributing financially so it was, a, it was a hard transition for me but now I look back on those times best time of my life because I didn't have a car I was at home with the girls with no option to kind of go get a babysitter or whatnot and so like all my time was focused on what am I cooking for Miguel for dinner and the kids and the kid time so in the moment at the time, I, it was hard. But now that I look back, it was some of the best times of my life. How was the food? Oh, amazing. <laughs> except, <laughs> except for one thing. Oh, she ruined a set of barbecue ribs one time. I and did. I'll, I'll never eat ribs again. No, I did good. <laughs> it was bad. I made dude. it for it on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I made yeah. some good ribs. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, I think it was it was just a, it was a transition. You know, we go through seasons. Sure. Yeah. You know, everybody has a season in life, um, whether it be personal or in your marriage or financial or emotional, whatever it is. And I think you just have to learn to roll with it. Okay, so what, what did you do to replace that missing thing in your heart when you had to stop supporting him financially? What made you feel more empowered as a woman in the relationship? Being the absolute best mom. I see. Yeah, I see. pouring my everything into them. Okay. And then also making sure that when he came home, it was like, I wanted it be, to be the best feeling. You know, when he came home, mm. he doesn't have to worry about anything. Everything's done mm. for him. So <clears throat> making that space of from going, you know, to work and having it be super stressful to coming home and being able to kind of just be like... Relax. Yeah. So that was my focus. And how do you think she did in doing that? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We went from losing everything uh, in 2006, 2007. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, not losing everything. Just close making to it. Close to it to having what was like $500 in our account. I don't yeah, remember. dude, we hit like, rock bottom. Yeah, we like, hit rock bottom right as our daughter was uh, born because she was in the NICU. And NICU, we almost lost our daughter. Mm -hmm. Like she was she was supposed to have brain damage, all kinds of stuff with her first because of her diabetes. Yeah, um, type, one diabetic. Type, type 1 diabetic. Type 1 diabetic. So that was a big thing. Uh, I had to miss work. Things just got really sideways on us. Sure. But, you know, I was contemplating going back to normal construction or doing something because cool. you know real estate was in that transition where <clears throat> the yeah. bottom of the market was hitting. Uh, many things were happening in in the real estate game. And then we had a sick baby, so it was like, okay, yeah, it was, what do you do? It was such that a that was another tough. hard time. Yeah, oh, and it's it like you have to think difficult. about it. We got pregnant four months into our relationship. You know, then we're having these financial struggles, and now our baby's sick. So it was like those are some really hard. Like everything you've done in your life was just bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the, I, because you were you were just telling me downstairs how you're doing this project, and it's only been yeah, like six yeah. months. Yeah, like everything yeah. you work on is just like speedy like that. Yeah, yeah the, okay. the, the gym. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the self-made gym, the self-MD gym. But yeah, it, I, I work best when in, under pressure. I, under pressure. And if my back's against the wall, there's only one other option. I either I'm going to crumble and fall, 
and take the beating or I'm going to fight back. And that's what, that's what I've always done. So we fought back, had barely like $500 in our account. I told her specific words, give me 30 days mm-hmm. and I'll turn this around. Mm-hmm. Because in 30 days, days I, yeah. made, I, I closed the transaction, made $5,000 <clears> commission, <throat> boom, 5000 went away. I said, all right, look, and in then the next... Asked- Sorry. Next nine months, eight months, one, we have to give this house back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she told me, don't love nothing that doesn't love you back. It was my first house I ever purchased. It was an amazing house on this golf course. It was rad, dude. But she was like, no, you know, we need a group, you know, regroup. Mm-hmm. So within eight months, nine months, mm-hmm. um, I kept selling real estate. It just got better and better and better. And by the time we we're so frustrated because we, we we saved up to like $98,000 in eight months. Yeah. Uh, and we're so close to breaking a hundred grand. Yeah, we're like, we gotta make a hundred thousand. And this is still paying overhead, you know, paying our stuff. Still me having my real estate office mm-hmm. and turning the business around completely um, to then, you know, being in that position to, to save all that money out of that from 2006 to 2007. But I think like during those, you know, trials that you go through, especially in a marriage and a new marriage and you go through all these like, bigger than hiccups but you go through these things and I think it just builds so much character you know for you as a person and then also knowing that if you go through those hard times with your significant other okay we can get through anything sure you know so yeah and then me you know in 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 that time it's it's hard to deal with but then once you get through it you're like okay was there ever a time where you doubted him no no. I don't think so. No, I don't never, ever... I've never had a sense of doubt for my wife. No, I never doubted him. Um, and do you think that's why you were able to like crush it? Oh, 100%. It, I, I mean, have... okay, so there were some times, there, it's not doubt, it's just kind of like... Holy shit. Like, are you serious? You know, like, <laughs> did you just spend our entire savings and now we have just enough to make our bills this month? You know, like, <laughs> situations like that. Like, sure, she did sure, sure, sure. And stuff, so... Oh, yeah, that's funny. Um... I, there Tell me have about been that. Tell me about that yeah. One. So I'm a big risk. Well, he didn't, and he didn't ask me, I'm I, like, dude, because I know her answer. My wife is very conservative. She's a saver. She likes to, and that's okay for her. It works out great because it balances each other out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he asks, um, so we're back on top. I'm flipping a bunch of homes. I'm getting everything back on top. This is after our second time that we lost almost everything. We had uh, enough in savings, we're getting back on our feet, and I come across this real estate investment, a mm-hmm. flip. And I'm not a big saver, I like to reinvest. I like my money to work mm-hmm. for me. So I'm always investing back into things that are making me more money. And I saw this uh, this real estate, and it's a piece of shit. And, it was. And if she would have seen it, she would have been, hell no, you're not doing it. <laughs> but I'm a visionary, I see, you know, the lawn, I see the paint, no. I see the landscape, I see everything already dialed in of what it's going to look when I sure. do flip it. So I come across it, uh, it was $175,000. I, I bought it, did not tell her about it, um, <laughs> drained our savings, so of course drained. she's going to know drained. that the money's all gone, and I was like, just, just give it a minute, just give it a minute, and turned around and flipped that property for 525000 yeah. So, so at that moment, tell me from your perspective how you felt. Like which part? So the part where so he just he like, like just drained, drained the hundred seventy. Yeah. So I at that point, to be honest, I didn't say much because he already knew probably by the look I gave him. Like, are you effing kidding me? Like, <laughs> I, like, I can't believe dude. this is happening. So I think he knew how he already knows how I feel and felt. Um, I didn't really say much. Mm. It's just I'm like, okay, whatever, go for it. 
because I know that in the end, I think, you know, I have to trust that he's going to make the best decision for our family. Wow. Um, mm. But I didn't say anything. You know, it's so interesting you just said that because I feel like from your perspective, it's like your risks are just trusting him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your, your risks are like spending money and building yeah. a business, but her risk is like, holy shit, I have this guy that's like freaking crazy. And yes. I have to risk my entire life and my kid's life. Hopefully that Based this guy on succeeds. His, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, and how did how did you feel about that? Was that like something that did did that kick in the adrenaline for you? Did that make you feel like you want to well, be more a part of the process or No, because I no, honestly. I've just let him roll with it because I I absolutely trust that every decision that he's made as far as our best interest financially will work out in the end. And guess what? Even if it doesn't, yeah. we're good. Wow. Yeah, we'll figure something out. So for that. everyone that's watching, what would you give him like a key tip advice for like you know, being in a relationship, trusting the man in the relationship? What's, what's the key thing to making sure that, you know, because I've seen relationships before and the dynamic is like the woman's like, oh, I don't know if my man can really do this, do that, he's a little crazy. So if that problem occurs, how do you, what's the fix from your perspective? I guess, honestly, it's helped me know that in regardless, whatever situation that I'm in, at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay. You know what I mean? So knowing that I'm confident within myself Oh. You know, and trusting okay, that, okay. and to support, yeah. support your your significant other, and um, at, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. Really, it's going to work out. So it's the independence that you had in you that yes. allowed you to trust Absolutely. his pathway. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, she doesn't need me. She can do it on her own. <laughs> Does that scare you, by the way? Nah. No. No. Nah, nah. It's a. Uh, it's it's good to have that in a relationship you know no one needs each other like we love each other we want each other and that's the difference between needing somebody right there was a time there was a time though that i felt like i had to like i needed miguel mm -hmm. but i think though what time was that when was that like take me through it you know up until last year i felt very codependent on miguel I had to have him had, you know, and that's the thing. Like I choose to be with him now and that feels better for me as a woman and, and as his wife, because I don't, you know, we don't have to be with anybody. You know what I mean? It's Uh a choice being with somebody. And before I felt like I I can't live without Miguel, 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 but I can. Do I choose to? No, I don't want to. We choose to be with our significant other. And that's what makes it it's awesome. Choose, you don't want to, you choose to. Yeah. I love the language. Okay, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So t- take me through the time where you guys, I, I don't know, did you guys have like a conversation or a time where you're like, all right, we have to sit down and really create a vision, really create like massive success in our life. When did that happen? Mm. So the original plan is obviously my real estate career. That was the okay. original plan to try to crush in that industry and I did very well and I still continue to do well in that industry, not even being completely in the industry like I used to be. Um, and my plan was just to flip a bunch of homes, become this large investor yeah. and, and, and bank that. And I still have that in my book of resume. And he's so good at you it. You still do real yeah. estate, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah. you guys have like a self-made brand for yeah, real yeah, estate, Yeah, right? self-made real estate, yeah. I was, yeah. I was looking at that, and yeah. It's all, um, and, and it's all usually just based on referrals now because I've been in the business so long and I've done so well that everything is just referral-based. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to market it as heavily. And realistically, in my time and focus is with the brand right now, it's self-made. So... We decided um, to take this. There really wasn't a discussion of the yeah. vision. We just kind of act on things. That's the thing, that's the thing too. It's funny. Like he just did it. <laughs> yeah. Like it just it was it. So self-made Marietta was our original location, 
okay. 3,900 square feet, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's where we started. Mm-hmm. And um, within six months to a year, our whole investment was returned. Was returned. And so him being a businessman, because originally we didn't know if this idea was going to work. Okay. I mean, I was a success- successful uh trainer and so it wasn't that he doubted like that we weren't going to make money it was just the concept we weren't sure we're like okay just go for it and so with self-made it was doing fantastic in Marietta and so Miguel had said within I think the first six months year he said what do you think about franchising and I was like no 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 yeah you were telling me off camera that I was like you're a baby yeah I'm like no we're not doing it I don't want to and he was like come on you know try and talk me into it it's it's such a good it's bigger than what you think it is is basically what he said and I'm like nope I, I'm gonna be selfish right now no 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 so he's like okay let me go start another one and he did self-made Corona mm-hmm. and that one was awesome oh so you start another one with her saying no yeah say no to the franchise yeah and, oh, okay. and for me uh, I'm glad she said no because I wanted proof of concept we were only open like six months to seven months and, and we were like busting at the seams. Yeah, we we're had no room. people on the waiting list. It was crazy. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, bags everywhere. Bad. It was just like, it was crazy. Yeah. What do you think that was the key factor for your success was in the beginning? Our people, our yeah, trainers. We were. didn't focus on us. For the first time in my business, it wasn't about me, 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 or it wasn't about autumn, autumn, autumn. And I was on the floor all the time. Yeah. And so was he. And so I think we built, we built a relationship with the trainers and vice versa. They, okay. We built like a family. Yeah, it was, that's why we called the self family. family. It was, yes. it was, it yeah. was a really close, really cool vibe. Like, um, we focused on their success. Yeah, and we I saw think. a flaw in the industry, and that's where we really took off. And that's where he came it, in and was like, and I just bulldozed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I did, I'm dude. <laughs> it's just like, Boom! yeah, like just right made it happen. Thing. Yeah, because let's rewind it a little bit. It's sure. it's it's yet again being stuck in a very bad situation again. Um, where this has happened to us only twice, which is, we're super thankful for that. And we've learned and evolved every time that it has happened. But the second time with my real estate office, I got it really big. I overextended myself, took in, you know, the whole bottom floor of our building. I mean, just really, really made egotistic decisions. Why do you say egotistic? Because it was like, look at me, I'm king shit. You know, I'm like, (laughs) dude, I'm like, I'm the, I'm I'm the I'm the man of real estate, you know. Yeah. Did ninety eight transactions in one year, which is unheard of for most real estate agents. Some on the books, some off the books, but uh, primarily eighty of them on the books with uh, a partner that I um, uh, took on a, a a business where I was just closing deals left and right, and then investing and flipping and you know making sixty grand a month, forty grand a month, fifty grand like nothing, like not even really trying trying for for me like most people like most people's. 100% is my 50% is what I say. So it was like, I wasn't 100%, I was doing it, but I wasn't like fully fulfilled. That's why I kept flipping homes and doing other things. And, and to me at that point, money wasn't the object. It was more like the, the art of the deal. Can I get this thing done, you know? Um, Did and, you ever want to prove to her that you're a badass? I, I every day wake up having to prove to everybody yeah. I'm a badass. And it's because the way I grew up. You know, I literally grew up with nothing, grew up with no validation from no family um, and, and, and being that, you know, that kid that either is going to end up in prison, drug addict or, 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 or dead, you know, uh, and I came close to all three of those. But 
we, we, I always have something to prove, but now it's proven it to myself when we, before it was proven it to other people. So that's where my ego now is in check. And uh-huh. a lot of it's happened realistically in the last year or two years. But in 2012, we filed for bankruptcy. And I've said this before in other podcasts and, and is the best thing that ever happened, even though it's the worst situation. And this is another reason why our marriage is, I think the shit, like it literally is it's a unique. great marriage is unique because my wife isn't with me because of me and I'm with her because of her. It's not financial. It's not because I took care of her. It's not because she's taking care of me. It's realistically we've gone through hell and back a few times and she's still next to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a privilege for me. And in 2012, I had a file bankruptcy and, and I was still doing good in real estate, but I just had to shut down the office, had to get everything out of the books and ended up giving, you know, the cars back, going down to one car again buying a car cash because we had no way of financing. I mean, Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we couldn't finance a car. Yeah, so paid cash for it. I actually bought Rob Derdick's old uh, stormtrooper off of uh, Auto Trader. And he remembers it. Yeah, yeah, because he remembers that I bought it from him cash because I'm connected with uh, a gentleman that know one of his best friends. And, funny. Uh, which yeah. is a funny story and it's funny how the world works because it it's is. such a small world you know it is, uh, it is. because I'm connected with the people that we met 10-15 years ago mm-hmm. um, wow but filed bankruptcy and our back is against the wall we <clears> have <throat> a certain type of living we created self-made training facility out of the gym uh, it, I mean out of the gym garage. out of the garage yeah because I still wanted to be home with the kids you know, the whole thing So you was, still wanted to balance being a great wife, yeah, a great mother, but, but also like, wanting to do more than just that. Well, I'm like, dude, my husband is kicking, mm. getting kicked, like, literally left and right. We lost our car. We lost our business. He lost his office. All of his office came. was, like, in our, was in our right. living room. They're in our, it was, like, in our living room. It was, like, desks. I'm like, okay, shit just got real. Like, we need to really focus on getting back on our feet. Uh-huh. And so I wanted to help. Yep. Okay, I see. Yeah. So you guys, so you guys both talk about like, I mean, not really talk about, but you've created radical results. Yes. Yeah. So for everyone that's watching, what do you, th- uh, what would you advise them to be like a key thing to have in a relationship to be able to not worry about you know staying together and actually helping each other, but versus where you can actually go outside and crush it and do what's great. Like I've seen a lot of people in relationships where they're being they're held back by their significant other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so. So what do you think you would give them that advice to be able to sh- radically shift that relationship dynamic to create ultimate success in their life for, for both of you guys? Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> I think support systems always have to go mm-hmm. and understand that, look, you're dealing with two different human beings, mm-hmm. right? Two different mindsets, two different visions, two different uh, dreams and goals and all that great stuff, right? So all mm-hmm. that stuff is different from hers and from mine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and being able to understand that it's okay if they don't quite agree with you on everything, but they still have to support you, you know, because I'm going to support her and her dreams and what she's got going on now um, because it's what she likes. Mm-hmm. And she's going to support me because I'm doing what I'm doing, but because at the end of the day, it comes as a married couple, it comes back to the same house. You know, mm-hmm. it's under the same roof. <clears throat> and, and that will go a long way. You don't have to agree with us. It, well, she was like, she won't agree with everything I come up with. Um, and that's yeah, it, it's it's funny, but I don't look at it as a negative thing. When I used to look at it as like, well, she doesn't support me. She'll say, hey, this is what I think. So you don't take it personal. No, I don't take it personal. You can't take it personal, you know, okay. because at the end of the day, those are my dreams. But it's interesting you say that because everyone's so emotionally attached to the relationship. So how do you not take it personal? Well, okay, so we have a rule. I'm going to say about this because this is new for us. Yeah, um, super new. Uh, we actually uh, we see a, a counselor 
all the time okay, um, just to talk about. And it's not necessarily because you have problems. It's just to learn how to communicate better because I think you get comfortable holding in that, you know, your feelings, whatever it might be. Because because if it's fear, you don't want to tell them and hurt her, their feelings, his or her feelings. So just thing, just learning to communicate better with each other. So we see someone and um, so now we have to when we have something that we want to talk about when it when it's about the business so i'll come to him and i'll say look i need to talk to you right now and this is business thought i'm like i'm going to talk to you about the company and it might not be what he wants to hear huh. and he's got to be okay with it and vice versa so his gonna, heart drops he's like oh shit, what did i do I'm no <laughs> I'm, I'm analytical i'm yeah. gonna well, be like okay, okay what is she trying to tell me yeah. yeah like because maybe i don't like how something's being ran or i don't and it's not always negative it's just i need to focus on telling him something as my business partner, mm. and there's no emotional, nothing right now at that moment. How are you able to keep that balance where business is business mm -hmm. and personal is personal? That's the only way. Yeah, We've got to go into the conversation like that. They and really then there's sometimes even where I've got to be like, whoa, yo, you're at home now. Like, we're not talking business. Like, uh, it's all about me right now. Check. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm right here. Or like, okay. get off your yeah, phone. Or... I, I, I'm a workaholic. He I, is. I have an addictive personality. Yeah. But I mean, work has created a, a play at work. It's allowed Miguel to focus on something positive. Sure. So it, he buries himself in the company and his job so that he can focus on the positive because there's a lot of things that go on in his brain negatively, where, you know, whether it be, you know, his addiction or um, his past or whatever it might be. So work is like his safe place. Mm. It keeps him focused, straight minded. And that's where he feels good I see so it is so yeah. go, going back to the question though from your perspective yeah what are the three key tips you would say you'd give the audience to creating a good dynamic in a relationship so that if they're out there hustling yeah. they're not worried about losing their significant other so I definitely from a woman's perspective it's yes. not to live in fear okay. um, don't be afraid to go and and um, go after whatever it is that you're you want for your life you know and communication you know I think a lot of times I've held in, you know, things that I've wanted to say about my career or my dreams or my aspiration, whatever they might be, to him because I've been afraid. But if afraid I of what exactly? Not necessarily of like him, but maybe like of maybe it's a different avenue. Like, oh my gosh, she wants to do this now. Like, you know, left field, she wants to be a nurse or whatever uh -huh. it might be. The like, craziness, just maybe fear of disappointment or what is he going to think of me or you know so I think just learning to communicate and not live in fear would be my advice for you know the female role mm -hmm. if the husband is that significant uh, one in the you know work field you know if they're okay. the one that's doing it like just tell them how you feel don't be afraid of it I communicate see. nice very nice and what about you what would be your three tips three tips yes just say yes to everything. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Be Mr. No. Bobblehead, you know, just. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, you know, it, communication's key. Yeah. And, and, and if you have to, definitely uh, seek help outside of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I love that you two seek counseling. Yeah. Oh, ha, we, She's been the amazing. best thing. She gives us tools and it's, and she doesn't side on either side. Like mm -hmm. she, she doesn't have a favorite, right? Yeah. And for me, I hated counselors. I hated anything that had to do with that whole industry because of my past. I've gone to them before and they all sucked, right? So we finally both found one that we both like and then she does give us tools. And if it gets to the point where you need to seek help, instead of 
exiting the relationship or instead of saying, hey, this is over, I'm done, you don't believe in me or whatever that may be, go seek help, get a different perspective and make sure you elect somebody right though. Mm. You know, but, uh, you know, communication, seek help if needed, you know, if, if, if you guys for some reason still can't communicate well, uh, seek outside help uh, because that, that goes a long way and don't be too prideful. Don't be too prideful. Yeah. And As now, a man especially. Yeah, I like that you say that, you yeah. know, coming from actually my own perspective. It's a different story. But anyway, so what about when's the time to rip the bandage off in a relationship where you're like, okay, this person's really not for me and this person's not supporting my dreams. No, I'm sure. I mean, you guys have made it together. Like, you know, so you, you haven't had that problem. However, for or maybe you have. <laughs> have you have you had an instant where you're like, okay, is this really meant to be? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about it? Because you gave us this look and it's like, oh. huh? This look happened. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a tough one, dude. Yeah. It just this time Actually, last year, last year, um, my wife yeah. filed for divorce. Yeah, Ooh, I literally yeah. filed, and it was probably the most difficult thing to ever go through. And, yeah. um, but it was the best thing to ever go through. Why it, would you say? Why do you say that? Because it sometimes you need this bad shit to happen to make your ass wake up. You know, both of us and in what we both want in our relationship, what we both want in ourselves and just of what we really want. You know, it's unfortunate how to get to that point. But, um, you know, I was working seven days a week. I was ignoring my wife uh, when I was at home. I wasn't at home. I was checked out. Uh, and, you know, I put everything into this business. I was uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic and drug addict. So my focus no longer was our social life where we used to go party, hang out, have a couple glasses of wine. Um, but I would do more than her or I'd want to do more than her. So my addictions and my problems created a, a person where, okay, I'll take that out of the picture, but then I'll fulfill it with this, you know, this business, the growth of the business, the franchising, the connections the meetings, the everything. And I was gone, hmm. you know, so it forced her and, and yet again, she had hopes and dreams. And this is where we can kind of either empathize or kind of relate with people that are going through certain situations because we have been there. You just asked us a question. How do you deal with it? We, we just came up with those answers just within this year. Mm-hmm. You would you ask me that. for how long? 12 years. Mm-hmm. 12 years. Yeah. She had hopes and dreams of doing certain things. And I would either belittle them or say that they're not good enough because they're not financially great. You know, and I'm always looking at numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, when oh. I should have been encouraging her. I see, I see. You see what I'm saying? That. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. all just came up in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also given, you know, that negative situation gave her a voice mm-hmm. that I, I, she's always had. I just never listened. So self-made has been going on for how long? Five years as uh, corporate locations and franchising as a tour. Two, two years franchising two yeah. years and as a corporate location we're on four or five years so when you decided to file for divorce this was still fairly new yeah yeah oh yeah all right and how take me through how you felt at that moment thinking about the kids thinking about the business like what really pushed you to do that that's a i think when you give somebody my my goal with that was to look you got a man up at this point because you're missing what's important right in front of you And so he wasn't here. He was listening to me, but he wasn't hearing me for a year. Like, I need you. Where are you? It wasn't there. He was just checked out. And so I had presented him a few times with 
an option for him to get, you know, he and I to get some therapy together and it wasn't an option for him at the time. And so, um, you know, I stayed in, I stayed in therapy and I just made the decision because I thought, you know, I need to rock his world. And it wasn't really, do I think it was the best decision for our family? Hell no. Because do I think it was going to make our life better? No. But was I willing to lose my identity? No. So, um, what is that identity that you stand for? Tell me yes, about Autumn. Who is yeah, this person? Yeah, like I lost my voice. I didn't, I, any idea or thing that I, I said really wasn't up to his standard or I felt that way. It might have been, but the, how I was feeling, you know, I did not feel validated within our relationship. And we did, you know, he did, he's a great provider. You know, he's a great hard worker, great provider and all those fantastic things. So he's not a bad person. It was just, I needed him to. Sure, but that, that's not everything that a relationship needs to, right. to survive. So yes. it, it was a struggle, and so why why I filed was because I wanted to, I wanted him to wake up, and I wanted him to be like, look, I need to focus on you and the girls more, and so I, is that a way of showing him that you're not afraid to step out? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want him to ever be afraid of what I might do because I think live, again, living in fear is not healthy, you know. Sure. Because, sure. So no. But I wanted him to realize how serious I was. Uh, you know, I wanted him to take me serious. You know, it's very interesting because you grew up in an environment where you didn't even have love or care. And yeah. you yeah. got this amazing person mm-hmm. and have kids with her. Mm-hmm. What got you so sidetracked that you forgot the main thing that you haven't had your entire life and you finally now have? Like, That's, the, yet again, the defense mechanism. I think we've struggled that through my whole 12 years of being married, you know? Every time I allow, and then for some reason I end up pushing away. And not abusively or, 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 or negatively, I just like zone out into something else. It's because you're so used to being your own solo guy. Yeah, well, and it. I think too for him, and I'm speaking for him um, just out of observation, but I think like when, when someone, when he allows to let someone in, and they, like, I know everything. I'm probably the closest person to him. I know everything Don't about him. Know. So I think once you've allowed someone in in that way and they show you a love that you've never felt before, for him it was kind of like, nope. Do you think you took it for granted or was it really just... No, I wouldn't say I took it for granted. There's no possible way on that aspect. I just did not know how to show... The love and back? And love back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my love back was I'm taking care of the house, I'm paying all the bills. Material. And, and the because that's what you missed when you were growing up. But that's all I grew up with. Like, if my mom wanted to make me happy, here, I just bought you this. If my dad wanted to make me happy, hey, I'm drunk, I love you. So it wasn't, uh, and then losing all that at the age of 16, like literally losing it completely. No motherly hug, no fatherly advice. Mm-hmm. Completely left out to depend on my friends as family. Is a different aspect. You have to think about it. Miguel's a survivor. Yeah, you yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So really, he doesn't need anybody, right? Mm-hmm. He's been on his own since he's 16. He's a survivor. Like, really, he doesn't need anybody. So in his mind, when he when he allows himself to be vulnerable at times, um, it's they're glimpses of that vulnerability. And then he's kind of like, right? Because he doesn't want to get hurt. Yeah. So he backs off, pushes away, or you know, whatever the case may be, because like he is a survivor. That that's what he knows. 
That's all he knows. That's all he knows. <laughs> That's yeah. It, so like it has its pros because you've built this impo- yes. empire and right here, but also the absolutely. cons come with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, we. Wow. Had a really hard year. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing that. I'm sure yeah. that was a very vulnerable moment. I appreciate you yeah. for opening up. Yeah. Um. So when that moment occurred to you, mm-hmm. guide me through the emotions that happened and your oh, thought process dude. and what exactly? How did you feel? I lost my shit, dude. I was losing my best friend. Your best friend, huh? Yeah, and she knows it. Like, I literally broke down. I don't, normally when things like that happen, or, you know, we've thrown out the word divorce before, like every stupid couple should not do. Like, yeah. like literally, that's not, shouldn't even be brought up. But we would throw it up, you know, through arguments throughout the years, but never follow through. And then to be able to have uh, this actually happen, for the first time, instead of me countering her back and telling her, okay, you know, there's a door. That's what I would just say is there's yeah. a door. He was like, if you don't like it, yeah. there's the door. For the first time I broke down and, and just said, no, this ain't gonna happen. Wow, wow. So. That's, uh, this, this This took me through an interesting journey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, appreciate yeah. you a lot for, for sharing this. For sure, yeah, I think this is the first time we've actually actually shared it, shared it yeah, together. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it. Um, wow. It was I this think time it- last year, November 17th is when she filed. Wow, so yeah. how, how, is, how is the relationship dynamic now? A year later. Amazing. It's still yeah, a, it's a just, work in progress. It's always work in progress. I think a marriage progress. is always going to be a work in progress. Everybody goes through chapters. Everybody goes through seasons. Mm-hmm. So this is by far not even perfect. We're still struggling with certain things, but we know how to communicate better with each other. We still need to work on our delivery. Um, there's many things that now I'm home at 7 o'clock every day. Hmm. Um, I, I spend more time with my kids, more time with my wife. But even then, lately, like I noticed that slipping a little bit, so I reached out to her and said, "Hey, look at this ain't you know, I'm not feeling okay." And you have to think about too, like I, I spoke of earlier, you know, we all go through our seasons and whatnot, you know. Sure. So there are triggers in life, you know, like you might be dealing with stuff that, or months, or times, or that you go back to that that time of your life there mm-hmm. that are triggers. Like, and I just asked them that today. I said, you know, is December a month of it, you know? A triggering time for you mm-hmm. because if it is we need to talk about it no I yeah. like that you guys have an open form of communication so what's like what's the key advice you'd give for everyone watching that struggle with communication mm-hmm. through both couples and one couple notices that they need to communicate better but the mm-hmm. other person the other significant other doesn't really their ego is taking over mm-hmm. yeah. how would you give advice to that one person to communicate to the other person that hey listen we need to be much more open don't lead with pride you know, pride, I think, ruins a lot of relationships and there's a lot of false uh, things in, in that are in, uh, you know, pride and eliminate the noise. And what I mean by eliminating the noise is even your surroundings, even your friends, even your family, because they're going to not they're not in this relationship. They're not in that relationship. So they're not quite they're not going to grasp it. And know? only you know what you can handle. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so learning to um, have those hard conversations because guess what sometimes it sucks and sometimes you're going to say things that are probably going to hurt that person's feelings and it's not going to feel good for you or that person but you have to be willing to be vulnerable and strong enough to have those hard conversations in order for you to grow and do you think do you think um sorry i said it's worth it i see i see it makes it such a beautiful dynamic it just it's uh you, you talk about living a stressful or a stressless life in a relationship, that's the way to go. And then having the, the, the capability of uh, knowing that 
you did I decided to marry my wife I chose to marry my wife and I choose to be with my wife and at the end of the day she has to know everything about me whether it's good or bad and by far she's probably the only one on this earth that actually knows everything about my past and my current situation right um, and having these uh, what is it the you can't have a bunch of doors up it has to be windows you have to be able to see through I like that I like that you know? yeah so do you guys would you guys say because of this empire that you guys are currently growing at mm -hmm. a massive scale mm -hmm. has it created a, a much different dynamic than other relationships a hundred and fifty percent like yeah. maybe even two hundred percent yes been nuts. And it's what's been what's the key differentiator between you guys and everybody else like meaning like like um, a couple that you know just are yeah i want to say i don't like to use the word yeah. mediocre yeah. but like yeah. don't don't really have something like this to worry about because mm -hmm. that's, this is a whole nother thing. Well, I know this adds, I think our counselor said, um, it adds in like 50 to 60 more percent chance of not being together, owning a company together. There's a huge percentage yeah. because it adds, so, there's so much more to it than just, hi honey, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, it's like, yes. okay, we have to have, Again, we have to really be on 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 point with it, but yeah, it's it's next level. It's something yeah, else. Huh? It's next level. And what it's it's interesting to me because I feel like a lot of people choose a comfort level of life because they're worried to go through this. Yeah. Oh, I I agree. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, look at your divorce rate. Look at how many businesses don't flourish because people don't take the action or the proper requirements to be able to work on something that you can, you can make it better if you just happen to give it a little bit more effort, right? Mm -hmm. If you let your ego and your pride out of the picture, you will be able to do amazing things because typically that's what hinders a lot of people is the pride and the ego and the fear behind not knowing what the result's gonna be. Mm -hmm. Did we know this was gonna work out? No, I thought my life was over, I thought it was done. I was already looking at condos, like it was done. and and. But yet we gave it, you know, we realized this is not what we want. We gave it effort. We started working. We seeked outside help right away, knowing that we're both broken and we need to fix something. Mm. You know, so in, in business is the same aspect. Like most entrepreneurs or most, most go-getters, people that are running businesses, right? They're focused so much on their business, growing their business, making as much money as possible, serving as many people as possible, but they tend to forget the people closest to them. Their own lives. Yeah. Their own lives themselves. I even started Because you kind of have to it is. give a lot more of yourself mm -hmm. to this to build it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I say that too because I'm always like... She uh, doesn't want to share me. Yeah, I'll say, you know, you care more about maybe what other people, you're getting validated through other people than you do. By what I, yeah, I, see. I felt that way often. Oh, really? Interesting. How did you deal with and that? Because I think, you know, he is so, he's a giver and he, you know, does care about other people and he wants to grow the company to huge, you know, and take it to huge places. And so I did feel like I was on the back burner for a very long time. Um, I see. I see. And, and that's, I think that's just a part of entrepreneurship. I feel like there's so much time that goes into building your empire. I'm sure. You gotta learn that balance. Now, do you guys think doing it together has been a key reason to you currently still being together? Like if you were yeah, solo. I couldn't do it without my wife. That's it. And, and yeah, I couldn't do it without my wife. She brings a different dynamic to the industry that I don't, mm -hmm. and and vice versa. I bring a different dynamic. Both of us together, we're unstoppable. Like realistically, she's the nurturer, the lover, like, 
compassion, the love behind the facility. And I'm and and even no, now she's like stepping outside of that where she's taking more of the direct roles that I was doing. So it allows me to grow these franchises and, and be able to develop bigger and better things, I guess you would say. Right. But for us together, like you get best of both worlds the the understanding loving Fun, part right? of the business and the visionary and, and, the visionary yeah. and, and black, like I always tell people don't take me too serious or don't get emotionally attached to what I say sometimes because it's very black and white <laughs> this is what we can and cannot do and this is what we do yeah. that's it you know don't get don't get don't get that sideways that I don't like you I don't think of you or you're not my family or whatever that may be is no I want every one of our trainers and everyone affiliated with us to make a lot of money loving something that they do so when they wake up every morning they're not they're not forced to come here you know mm-hmm. they they're they not want they want to come here they want to make a career with us and that's i think the reason why we're growing so well is because both of us together we were able to build one location when everybody told us that we we're stupid laughed at us or said no. that we're crazy and the concept wouldn't work it's a right. beautiful concept, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the concept wouldn't work, and, and we pretty much gave him the finger and just did it anyways. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and now, it's interesting you say that. Do you guys think by virtue, because in the beginning of this interview, you said you guys chose each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're not, you don't rely on each other. You want to be with each other. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that energy that you provide for each other is the reason that why you're able to give that energy off to the trainers of like, hey, you chose to be with us. Yeah. You want to be with us. You don't have to. Absolutely. Do you, do you guys think that's a huge... I love huge. that. I love that because you do. You really want people to make their own choice and be here because they want to be here, not because they're forced or because they have to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I'm 100% like a believer on whatever you reflect on others is how you reflect on yourself. 100%. Yeah. So I I feel like now the more I know both of you guys, I see that the energy that you provide here in the company Mm -hmm. has been a key factor because of how you two provide each other. Oh, for sure. Lots of love. Oh, that's, lots that's, of that's love and, and discipline. That's you know? beautiful. No. I'm the love one. He's a disciplined one. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dynamic, by yeah, the way. Yeah, you guys yeah. have definitely done a lot of great things. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Uh, uh, so for, those, for everyone that's watching right now, yes. and if they're looking for a significant other, mm-hmm. and they have big goals and big dreams, and they want to aspire to change the world, what are like the let's keep it down i like i like to keep it to three key things okay what are the three key things you think they should look for into somebody else that can allow them to become limitless three things one for sure is have no expectations yeah that's huge i think it's huge for both of us because when we expect certain things from each other you're not up to par you're disappointed so Mm -hmm. right let them flourish not knowing what exactly they're doing and, and, and be able to, to not have that expectation to be able to do X mm-hmm. um, because it may not be to your standards. Hmm. You know, and then two. Uh, you take your time, think about I it. I mean, literally, you have to respect mm-hmm. their idea, their thought, or their, their way of certain things of doing it. As long as it doesn't, it, hurt you physically or hurt somebody else physically why should you look at it as a a, a thing that oh maybe it won't work or maybe this won't happen support. you know and then you got to support that That's interesting it. and what about from your perspective what would you say to look for it in a man if you have these big ambitions and you'd like to accomplish them and not feel limited by your by the so i'm person. going into a relation like what are what is my advice for people looking who are to going find, to yeah. yeah looking to find a significant other yes and say they are an entrepreneur like a female yes because i think that's huge i mean i, I deal with it yeah like, i deal with it myself i have big goals big ambitions and 
I've been seeking someone and it's yeah. like, I, I can't seem to click because yeah. it's like my goals and things, like they get in the way and everyone thinks I'm weird and different. Yeah. Like, wait, this guy's too intimidating. I don't yeah. want to be around. So yeah, from a woman's perspective, yes. I think um, there are a lot of things, honestly. Like, Which is why I boiled down the three because I, I know. really go into like the key differentiators. I mean, you have to be willing to support their goal and dream. Okay. You know, and, and kind of like similar to what he said, um, you have to be willing to communicate. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> to be honest. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of, it's not that hard of a question, but I think it's a little bit deeper. It is. It is. Yes, it definitely is. And I think it's very important because I'm sure a lot of people that are going to watch are going to be like, huh, I want to know what it takes to create the success or who should I look for, you know? So like, I think too, like if you're, I think you shouldn't even be, it's just looking. gotta looking. Yeah. yeah like it's just gotta go. Okay. Like, yeah. I think maybe that's why I'm stumped a bit. Maybe the question was worded incorrectly. No, no, no not like, at all. I just, I'm trying to give you a, a, the right answer and I'm not really having it. And it's because I don't think you should really be looking like when it's going to happen, it's going to happen and you're going to know. And so in order to, to make it work or if you're looking, like, I don't know. The, the other thing, too, is, like, and I'll piggyback off of that, it's like um, when we met, we weren't planning on no. being multimillionaires and doing no. all kinds of no, we just wanted <laughs> to live honestly, in the moment. And I honestly, I kind of didn't even, like, like I said, I didn't really even like moment. him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I feel like the most successful relationships I've seen started off with, I don't like anything, I think it was ugly or weird. Or, yeah. Just I just, I did this, it. Like, it did. It's just, I didn't really care for it. You know, I, told, I, just, I just said that. Like, I didn't care for him that much and I ignored him a lot at the <laughs> yeah. gym and... I thought he was, you know, I just, whatever, it just happened. So for, that's why I'm getting stumped is. Would you say knowing yourself will be the key reason to attracting that person? Absolutely. Oh, yes. And that's something too I had to really work on this last year is Who knowing. Am I? Yeah, absolutely. Who am I? What do I want? What are my dreams? And, and it's okay to feel certain ways, even if it's not how he's feeling or vice, you know, whatever. And being okay with it. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, guys, we're coming to an end. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you both yeah. so much for your time and the vulnerability and sharing yeah. your emotions mm -hmm. and your experiences. I'm sure a lot of people would benefit a lot from it. So before we end this, is there anything you guys would like to add on? Any specific advice you guys would like to give to the audience about creating an amazing relationship to create fantastic success like this? I think What's that's up, it. I think I, I feel like I, I feel good. I feel like Miguel still has a couple things. Oh, yeah, what do you have, babe? something to what say. Got? I was like, I, I got... Uh, you know, um, don't procrastinate. You know, take action behind the thought and the idea of what you're trying to achieve uh, in a relationship and in, in business. And at the end of the day, as long as you know that you took the proper actions to be able to do it, whether you succeeded at it or not, at least you did it. You know, don't be that, and it's cliche to say, but that 80-year-old man on, you know, in his wheelchair or deathbed and wishing that you could have done what you could have done mm -hmm. you know if there's an opportunity i mean seize the moment like me you see like, a blue-eyed blonde -haired yeah you girl. see a blue-eyed girl <laughs> seize that moment go for it <laughs> she wants to be a model on your bike fuck yeah, yeah. Dude, let's go, and don't be know? late even if she thinks just you're weird. don't be late yeah <laughs> but you know seize the moment and, yeah. and 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 take every everything that you're currently doing now as a, you know just being a student learning everything from it because it's going to benefit you down the road you know if i wasn't able to have the past that i have that you know then i wouldn't be able to do what i do now 
Same thing with every you know job or career choice that I've decided to do. Uh, if I didn't 100% learned everything of that trade or, or did that properly, I wouldn't be able to do what I do now. Divine uh, Because it, it does set you up to scale and be able to do amazing things mm-hmm. and, and serve and give as much as you possibly can, expecting nothing in return. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that so does it. I appreciate you both again. And for those of you guys that are watching, I hope this episode gave you an insight on what it takes to create a real successful dynamic in a relationship. And if you guys enjoyed, please remember to leave a like, drop a like on this video, and also comment your favorite part. And if you guys have any certain guests you'd like for us to get on the show, we'd be happy to serve. And uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button for future episodes. And without further ado, I will see you guys later. Check it out, peace. And that is a wrap. I hope you guys truly enjoyed this episode of the Insider Scoop that Miguel and Autumn were so kind enough to give to us. So if you guys truly enjoyed this episode, please remember to leave a like down below and comment your favorite part or the key lesson that you learned and how you're going to apply it to the current relationship that you have or maybe in the future when you do find your significant other, how you're going to apply these lessons. And please remember, as always, subscribe to the channel because your support means the world to us. And without further ado, it's your host, Adam Fitzgerald, signing out, and I'll see you guys in the next interview.